everybody. Welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a grade school teacher taste, review, and grade America's coffee roasters, breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 9 a.m., and we are now on all podcast platforms. So if you prefer to rather to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically everywhere, check us out there. Like, share, subscribe, leave us comments. Dare I say, give us a grade. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if you listen through all the way to the end. And I, of course, am Joe. And I'm also, as always, of course, joined by... Hi, guys. I'm Jackie. And this week, we are in Rhode Island. And yes, we are. We just earlier today visited a craft brewery that I would consider it to be legendary in the craft beer world for a couple of reasons that we'll get into as we discuss our grading categories for this place. But that location is none other than Tilted Barn in... How did we decide to pronounce this town? Do you Exeter? remember? Exeter? Rhode Exeter, Island? Exeter, Rhode Island. Please feel free to message us and help us out with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting uh, location for sure, right? And I guess, do you want to just dive right in with this one? Yeah, I'd like to Because there's a lot to say about yeah, this brewery. I think we should dive right in. And then I should also say that I'm going to, you know, rely on your expertise because you've definitely been in the craft beer world longer than me and you have a little more background knowledge about this brewery than I do going in I think a lot of people that are into craft beer have heard of it and this is my first time really trying out the beers and experiencing this brewery so I'm super curious how you would grade the different categories for this report card. Yeah, this is an interesting one because I have many friends who have heard of this brewery, which is Tilted Barn, right? Right. And Tilted Barn, I actually first had their beer, I would say at least 10 years ago. And it was pretty early-ish on, at least with my experience with the craft beer boom. And I think they said that they opened up in 2007 or something like that. And so they've been around a while and, and going back far into early on when there weren't a lot of craft breweries, at least not compared to over the the past five, 10 years now. And so I know a lot of people who, again, have heard of it at least, but not many people who have even tried their beers and even fewer people who have visited. And I haven't had one of their beers in that 10-year span <laughs> because I just didn't know anybody who went to this brewery. It's kind of off the beaten trail between, I don't know, somewhere in Connecticut and Providence, Rhode Island. We had to kind of go around off the highway to get to it. It really wasn't out of the way, though. It wasn't as out of the way as I expected it to be. No, and we were surprised at how close it is to Providence. It's a really easy drive 20 from minutes. downtown Providence yeah. to Tilted Barn. And it's a really easy drive from pretty much anywhere in Connecticut. Yeah. And so I guess we can dive right into this one, right? You yeah. said you're going to defer to my... <laughs> expertise on this one. Yeah. Exper and expertise just means I've been drinking beer longer than you, by the way. <laughs> that, for anybody that wondering. might be true. And uh, just a reminder, as we say on every episode, our categories are atmosphere and ambiance, service, beer, and food. Yeah. And then we'll obviously, if, if you're joining us for the first time, we, we go through those categories give them grades, and then average out our grades. And I guess we call it the final report card. Yes. And we are searching <laughs> diligently for those A-grade breweries and coffee shops throughout the country. And we really love supporting all these nice local businesses as we you know, go around the country visiting all of these places. Yeah. And I will say, I guess I'll just go in with, with this one about my first impressions. Yeah, get right into it. I had really high expectations for this place. Almost to a detriment because you kind of build up this 
ideal in your mind that it's going to be really hard to live up to that expectation, right? And I, from the beginning, was very... It, it kind of fulfilled everything that I hoped for. So basically, we're going down this kind of country highway off the main highway, and we almost missed the turn, even though we had GPS, yes, right? we did. We had the GPS going. It was like, turn right at this block. Yeah, and you were you were going to me where (laughs) it looked like a driveway yeah and there was a sign that said tilted barn so we did slam on the brakes and make the turn (laughs) in time but then you go down this long road and it kind of goes off into the woods it seems like in farmland and there's these big parking lots on both sides we got a spot you walk up this gravelly hill and lo and behold is a giant barn right yes gigantic barn yeah not so tilty but no you, you know, I mean, you would get tilty enough drinking those beers after a while. <laughs> so I suppose it works out. And yeah, my so my first impressions getting into atmosphere and ambiance uh, was that it very much had the barn country vibe to it, which obviously, as per the name and your expectations, that's kind of what you hope for. But when you walk into this place, so they had an original barn that you can still see in the back. Uh, the Actually, the, the bartender, beer tender... Uh, explained as much to us right he was telling us about this uh so this new building the big one is again a newer building i don't know how new but it looked really new and it is spectacular it is dare i say magnificent they put a lot of time and a lot of money into that building and it definitely shows you have the high wood beams the 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 architecture with the cross beams the wood that beautiful knotted wood i almost speechless at how beautiful that interior was. But I'm curious, actually, what, what you think about all that, too. I want to hear your impressions as well. Yeah, I loved walking in, walking into this brewery. It actually smelt like wood. Yeah, you the smell. You could smell the fresh wood. There was super light music playing on the background where it wasn't overpowering. There were numerous places to sit depending on what you how, how you wanted your experience to be like. For example, there was an outdoor lawn where you could set big up lawn. a big lawn. Yeah, big lawn. On kind of on the top of a hill looking down over this rolling grass field with the old location and the old barn off in the distance and you could bring your own chairs. And a lot of people seem to know to do that because yes. we saw people unpacking lawn chairs or whatever from their cars as if that's going to be their vibe for the day. They're looking to do a picnic beer vibe and they would bring picnic blankets too and their own food and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And outside there were also tables that you could sit at. It seemed to be every everything was kind of seat yourself. So it was kind of first come first serve for the tables, but there were seats pretty much everywhere yeah. when we got there. And I think especially with the outdoor option, and the flexibility of it and the the comfort of it, it really helped open up the availability of seating inside too. Right. And after our last experience at a place where I could not sit outside, I was really, really happy to see how much outdoor seating there was. Yeah. And then when you move inside, it's set up so perfectly where you go to the right in order. They had this awesome thing where like right when you go to wait online to order from the bar, you could actually grab a menu. So while you're waiting online, you have a little handheld menu to have with you, which I thought was awesome. So that when you get up to the bar, you kind of already had been able to look at the menu. If you were waiting online, it gave you something to do while you were waiting online. 
that to me was such a good idea. Yeah, I, I love that too, whether it's a QR code where you can bring up on your phone or a little uh, laminated whatever. I love when they have something like that for you to really peruse and read up on what beers offer, what flavors and what they're made made with. Just little, obviously brief descriptions, but basically a little handheld menu because we've been to other places where you kind of sometimes can't even see what's written up there yeah. until you get up there sometimes. So yeah, really well organized in yes. that way. Right? Um, yeah, there were spots that you could stand by barrels if you wanted to stand sure there were spots you could sit if you wanted to sit there were two stories so you can sit on the bottom you can sit up on the top that and had we views. got the best seat we had such a good seat yeah we had the corner seat at the top of these steps it was just one barrel by the way the barrels had art on the top of them painted these painted designs unbelievable beautiful and they were beautiful barrels too and the seats were comfortable i i can't say enough about how comfortable i felt there we've been to so many places whether there are coffee roasters or breweries where, again, you feel uh, you just don't feel that level of care and dedication put into not just the 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 style and design, but how that makes you feel comfortable. Even the railings on by where we were sitting at the top of the stairs were these uh, they were kind of like these metal bars or whatever that were very farm like. I don't know how yes. else to describe them, but <laughs> it was all very subtly farm like without coming across as hokey. Yeah, and they also had there were small touches, um, like they had live plants everywhere, real plants, not fake plants, real live Did plants. Why do, flowers. You, why do you always notice the plants? I never noticed. I am plants. such a plant person. No, I am too. <laughs> like, I love me, plants. Give, yes, I know. Is that funny? Because yeah. I noticed the fresh flowers on the table. Yeah, they were also selling beautiful um, bouquets of flowers in their gift shop. Are you trying to say that I should have gotten you a beautiful bouquet of no, flowers from the gift I, shop? No, I, not at all. Is that but. that was the most subtle swipe I've ever? Ooh, ow! Why does my face sting? Ow! I didn't notice any flowers. There were flowers right next to the t-shirts. Oh boy, I'm gonna hear it after this episode. No, 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 no. I, she, she says there there were flowers next to the t-shirts that I also didn't buy you. <laughs> I'm more of a t-shirt girl than a flower girl, so That's, uh, so yeah, <laughs> that double, is true. Yeah, yeah, damn, I set myself up on that one. Oh boy. Uh, go on. As I'm wearing my whistle punk uh, brewery sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So I was. Yeah. I. I also felt really comfortable. I felt like I could sit there for a long time. I think if I went next time, I'd want to sit outside, maybe with my own lawn chair. Yeah. Um. I think one thing that could have made it better, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but the outdoor seating was so comfortable. I almost wish they had some live music outside. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. They might some what days. A touch, what a nice touch that would have been. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I would actually be surprised if on certain days, maybe they do on Fridays or Saturdays or something. A lot of places they'll they'll do it intermittently or certain days of the week. And with everything else that they did so well, again, I would be surprised if they didn't have live music at least from time to time. But I just loved the convergence of vibes. I mean, there were young people, old people, people with families, kids. People playing cornhole, people having picnics, like we said, all these different vibes and everybody just seemed to be doing their thing, like having a really good, really relaxed time. You didn't feel overcrowded. You didn't feel rushed. It just felt so comfortable. We always, when we talk about atmosphere and ambiance, we start saying how, again, the service starts to affect yes. the atmosphere and ambiance of a place. So I won't say anything quite about that yet, but I think in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance overall... 
I was very satisfied. I, I will also add, however, that I would have still liked a little more flavor, especially for a place that has so much, as far as I can tell, history within the, the, the most recent craft beer boom, where they the bartender talked to us about that, how they've been around for so long and how the old barn over past the hill was the actual tilted barn where they started in and how my friend uh, who had gone back 10 years ago or whenever went to that location when it was that building. And he had told me that it was such a cool place and that they had a Fisher Price cash machine. That was their cash register. <laughs> and the bartender, I guess he's been there for a while. He said he, that, yeah, that is true. That I, I guess he maybe worked there or he knows the people who worked there. And he said there there is or was a Fisher Price cash machine because it actually worked. He said it added up numbers and why not? It's cool. And I like that's the sort of really fine touch. Obviously, when you scale up, you're not going to have a fleet of Fisher Price cash registers running your brewery. Um, but it's all the more difficult to maintain what you were doing well with that type of finesse and that type of just kind of whatever it works. We're all about the product. If it's kind of random like that, that could be really cool. And so I, I feel like I had very high expectations from like those types of stories. Right. right? And um, yeah, it, so what what I was saying before about what I would have liked more of is more of kind of that personality other than just yes. the barn feel like there, yes. it was a huge building and there were there really were no pictures like I would have loved no. to see pictures of the history of the this brewery and what the the old tilted barn looked like there has to be pictures right and that would have been such a nice addition even for someone like me who's coming in and really didn't know the history of tilted barn yeah i would right. have loved to see some pictures of what it used to look like or or the owners the the brewers their background i i feel as if especially a place that it's amazing that it felt so welcoming and warm as it did without those touches of flavor which we see a lot of times at, at other breweries and especially in smaller buildings and it really stands out. So that's one thing that I would have liked to have seen. Even going to the the bathroom, I there might have been a picture or two, but it it felt similar. Where I thought, man, you could really pack this out again. I'm, I I think you you do want to be cautious where you don't want bales of hay around because <laughs> places will do that. They they'll, will. They'll, they'll be go, over gimmicky. Yeah, they'll be over gimmicky, and it really kind of sours the experience, in my opinion. So I, I don't think that's the direction that maybe you would want to go in. But again, that that personality in terms of who they are and where they come from, I think, yeah. or or even the local community, the, the again, it's, it seemed like a very strong like vibe theme. Like we saw people with all these shirts, no farms, no beer, right? Yeah, there was a slogan that I wasn't that sure about, but it said no farms, no beer. Yeah, have some educational flyers or, or, or pictures or, and with the history or whatever and some some explanations that I, lean I think, into it lean yeah into I, think, it. I think that would be that would be really cool without being too even on the nose because i think it's appropriate in that situation uh having said that i do have to mention about the bathroom too yes please tell me <laughs> about I, the bathroom as i <laughs> always do what i need to hear <laughs> well so so you know what i i think about in terms of the, the that aspect of the bathroom maybe again using the wall space more it was a very clean bathroom <laughs> <laughs> but um i uh, there was only one urinal and one uh, like toilet stall. Right. And which it, it is was a not little crowded. Nearly enough for that size brewery. Like I because I could see, especially their beers are a little strong. 
every once in a while you go to a brewery and somebody messes up they don't calculate oh and and yeah and the bathroom is not it can get really messy really quickly especially if you only have i mean i've been to breweries where they only have one locking door bathroom and i say that's nuts because if somebody gets sick or whatever uh you're out of luck what are you supposed to do i don't know maybe they had i didn't see any porta potties or anything but i was kind of no i didn't see any i was kind of surprised by that because again there were at least a hundred people there so it seemed a bit small for me especially because it wasn't even that crowded it was getting crowded by the time we left we decided to go early uh so that was one thing that i could see again i i don't like waiting on bathroom lines especially so i'm really nitpicking here but again that's something that uh i thought was a little bit uh almost surprising to me with how well everything else really worked i thought that's a really good point i didn't think too much about that until you said it and i would also say that in the girls bathroom one of the stalls was out of toilet paper and that's a really small thing that can happen anywhere at any time oh i've seen i've seen you some know, horrific that's a bathrooms really, out there that's a really really small thing that's yeah. not super important but I, I could see how when a when it gets really busy, small things like that might might get overlooked. And that could happen anywhere, not just at yeah. Tilted Barn. And just one more thing that I was thinking is that we've talked a lot about how do you maintain an atmosphere of a space as you continue to upgrade and get bigger and more, you know, modern Well, and essentially sometimes places. corporate. That's what and, happens and more corporate. to places. Yeah. They wind up seeming more less personal and and more corporate and more just come in, get our beer, get out. And I think it is something to think about if you're, you know, if you have a really successful business, this is probably a a thing that successful businesses run into all the time, where how do you maintain that personal touch as you get bigger? And I felt like Tilted Barn overall did a really, really nice job of feeling like a community brewery, a small town brewery in a really big, bigger space yeah it, it's really impressive in it that was sense. really impressive yeah. in that sense i still felt that local feel but i think they can lean into it even more yeah and again that's uh, yeah we're we're being a little nitpicky but i think that's fine it, it's just a, a further opportunity maybe and i think otherwise it's still fantastic fantastically done so i'm pretty set on my atmosphere and ambiance grade i don't know about you but what do you what do you what are you thinking? I'm set as well, so I think share yours first, okay. and then I'll share mine. Uh, I'm gonna go, and part of it too is it's so it's difficult with a place that big because they had part of what made it work so well was that it was so organized. They had a rope line basically because people will also come and just get cans to go, right? Or they'll come, they'll have a beer, and they'll get cans to go. So it kind of has to be that well organized, but at the same time, again, that is where it feels a little bit more kind of a cattle corral or whatever yeah. <laughs> type of vibe. And I think that's mitigated somewhat by the next category that we'll get into, which is why the service becomes so important because again, you're waiting on this cattle corral feeling line and then you finally get up there and that makes a difference. But I would say overall for atmosphere and ambiance, again, we've been to other breweries where it's really nice to be able to talk to the bartenders more and not feel rushed too. Uh, I'm going to go A- minus overall for atmosphere and ambiance. I thought it was really fantastic. And just a, a couple of little things that I felt as if those were formulated a bit differently, it would maybe be just A, but A- minus and A-, minus. you know me if you've listened to other episodes. Yes. That's very rare that I give even an A-. minus. So I think 
really outstanding overall. I'm actually a little bit shocked because I so rarely hear you give anything that A grade status, even an individual category. It really has to blow you away. Yeah. We say all the time that in order to get an A, you have to say, wow. Yeah. I love it. And I am so surprised, I guess, because as I'm like kind of thinking this out in my head, I'm going to go with my gut score, which is it was a B plus. Oh, okay. Which is still, I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, I want to make sure that I'm not just like always searching for that A and not finding it. I understand you hate it. No, not at all. I don't hate it at all. I don't hate it at all. She would like all her money back. (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was a great space. I definitely want to go back there. The reason I didn't go for the A grade was because of the little bit of corporate feel, little bit impersonal that, I mean, we'll get more into service, so I'm not going to go there quite yet. There were little touches, um, including the food, which I will get into, that bleeds a little bit into my atmosphere and ambiance score. I remember now what you were complaining about while you were there. It's going to bleed a little bit into that score. Um, Overall, that space is gorgeous. Maybe one of the prettiest breweries we've gone to. Um, I loved it. I loved the space. But I'm going to go with a B plus, which I still think is a phenomenal score that's still, for atmosphere that's still and obvious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, which leads us into service, right? Right. And uh, service is tricky with this one because everything we've already established with the rope line or whatever, um, that was pretty much the service experience was, well, okay, there was the food truck. So a lot of breweries, they don't necessarily have kitchens in house, so they bring in food trucks and We'll get to that in a moment because I know you have things to say about. I'm going to save truck. it for food. Okay. All right. Well, that that is part of the service experience, though. Yes. The food truck, and I know you had a good experience with the food truck. I did. Okay. Uh, in terms of the the bar itself and the beer tender, I think we got really lucky because we got that guy Tony, who I still think he looks like Samwise Gamgee, and I mean that in the best way possible because he was the coolest dude. He was like a cool Sopranosy like. He Samwise Gamgee. Yes. <laughs> he was Tony Tony Gamgee. He was the coolest dude. Um, really nice guy. Really knowledgeable. He's one of those guys that you really look for at a brewery. So many breweries we go to, it's just whoever's working that shift. It's somebody who's... It's just a part-time job, whatever. Once in a while, you get lucky, and maybe it's one of the brewers or even the head brewer. I don't know what his relationship is, but this guy knew beer, and he knew their beer. And that's really what we look for overall. Regardless, Again, if you get lucky and you get somebody involved in the actual process, that's great. Maybe he is because he knew what he was talking about. And he about. sounds like he's been there for a long yeah. time. And Tony, was, if you're listening to this, let us know. Reach out. Yeah. <laughs> DM us. Yeah. We're, we definitely want to chat more. Yeah. And, and he's sort of like the standard for what I look for with a service experience for an outstanding service experience at a brewery, I would say. And he, uh, again, you you really kind of feed off the server's energies, I feel like. And he was very happy to talk about the beers. We didn't feel rushed, I feel like, dealing with No, not with him, at all. Which is so easy to feel in a setting like that where you have this corral behind you, right? So I really had a, a great experience there. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I agree with you 100%. I thought how knowledgeable he was about the beer was what we look for when we're going to a brewery and and a coffee roaster. 
someone that loves the beer can give you really good recommendations about the beer and doesn't feel rushed, wants to talk about it. And he understands the the profiles of the beer. He understands the ingredients of the beer and what they mean. He was able to give us really spot on recommendations. As far as the service at the food truck, um, I have pretty bad food allergies and the woman was so responsive to my food allergies that I felt so safe eating the food despite my allergies. And that made me feel really good. I was really happy with the service. I also felt that in this brewery where it's crowded and you have a lot of people coming in and out and there's a long line to have someone who does not feel like you're rushed or someone who's just like, get your order, get out means even more. It means yeah. even more. So I, I was really impressed with the service. I, I, I would love to go back there when it wasn't so crowded so we can talk even more to the beer tenders. Yeah. I want definitely. more, you yeah, know, definitely. And we didn't wait in line for a long time. Even at the end, when it started getting really crowded, they were moving. It was easy to check out. It was well organized. I was really impressed with the service. Hmm. And you were so impressed that you're going to give it a... I feel like I'm going to go with an A-. minus. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, yeah. I think it was A-grade service. Yeah, we I agree. rarely find A-grade service, and I think that the service here was A-grade. Yeah, there's there's something about how big it is that makes it difficult, yet still so impressive that the service was as, as good as it was, right? Do you know what it reminded me of? No. It It reminded me a little bit of when... Uh, of when we we talk about this one place we went to in Spokane, Mac Daddy. Uh, no, that was. Oh, uh, where was Mac Daddy in Yakima? That was, that was in Yakima. In Yakima, yeah. I'm sorry. That was a coffee roaster. A though. coffee roaster. Yeah. So it reminds me what it where I'm getting with this is that we went to a roaster, a coffee roaster, in a semi dangerous city, and I mean the. The, the barista herself the, the barista told was us saying, to leave. What are you doing in this city? It's really <laughs> Not dangerous. Not to leave the roaster, but to leave the city of Yakima. She was not happy that we yes, were there she was we were like no this is fine but okay yeah when she found and out where she was we were from she she told us straight <laughs> up yeah you should keep going i just like she was like why are you here yeah. but um i'm getting i promise i'm getting to a point with this but this this coffee place created a really safe place in a dangerous city right mm -hmm. and that stands out even more a really comfortable space in in, in a maybe less comfortable environment and I felt like this brewery did the same thing. They created this really wonderful service experience in a really busy, bigger environment where I got this very personal service experience in a more impersonal place. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think why I'm sort of in the same vein of grading with you here with the A- minus it's sort of the nature of the space and kind of these little things that I didn't even realize till just now as you were talking about it, like it being out of toilet paper. That's a service thing because right. they're not being serviced because it is so big and there's so much to keep up on. I mean, I don't mind bussing my own food. I mean, I've worked in the service industry for forever on and off doing different things. And I mean, honestly, though, the garbage can was overflowing and I'm playing Jenga trying to stack stuff. And <laughs> that's, again, that's not the end of the world, but it it is just, I don't know, it was kind of weird a little. It, it's <laughs> like, what it, keep, keeps it from, it should probably be A for service, but it's an A minus because of these small little things. But again, A minus is still spectacular. Yes. Yeah. And, and the people, I would say the people there 
A-grade people. 100%. And they like working there. I can't you tell, can tell you how much yeah. I like when you go to a place that the people love the coffee or love the beer. Yeah. I feel I feel as if we're savants or something by now of really sensing <laughs> <laughs> people who are miserable at where they work like, or not. They hate working here, yeah. don't they? You, you can, can feel tell. It. Yeah. Or like, this is not a well-run place. Like, everybody here is miserable because yep. normally it comes from the top. You don't get that feel at Tilted Barn. Yeah. people everyone seemed to really like it that was working there. yeah it was awesome yes yeah. including the the woman at the food truck yeah which is great she definitely liked it food, food trucks can be so hit or miss yeah and i feel like the margin of error on food like sometimes they're outrageously good and sometimes yes. they're just eh, whatever uh oh wait does no we gotta save food we'll save food we're doing okay beer. i beer cannot next? wait to talk about yeah let's let's go into beer okay beer um so i feel as if this i might have mentioned this in the car because we don't like to as i always say talk about our grades until we get to the podcast but i think i mentioned i feel as if we would disagree with the beer but to hear me out yes and the reason why i said to hear me out is because let me guess you're going to say that the beer was okay but I don't know how to do a Jackie voice. I'm trying <laughs> you to do made me sound voice. very whiny. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do I sound like that? No, I'm like, I should back up and try to re- rephrase vocally. Uh, I liked, I enjoyed the beer. However, uh, it was all Better. too hoppy. And yes, it was very hoppy. However, and this is why they should be making it clear about their history in the hop culture. Because Tony told us as much, and I know this based on my experience and talking to people as well. They are hop experts. I mean, I think he even described the beer at some point as scientific, which I thought was really interesting and probably pretty dang accurate uh, in terms of how they calculate and formulate their beers. They are a hop brewery. That is what they are doing. There are breweries, keep this in mind, that are essentially specifically breweries that do sours or that feature stouts that feature different styles and and forms of beer in those ways. There are certainly breweries that feature hops, but it's kind of become, for lack of a better term, clouded or hazy. Get it? Hazy? IPAs? Get it. Anyone? Bada-ching. Yeah, I'll just just keep going. Um, Because so many breweries, because uh, they called it the haze craze over the last decade or so, where so many breweries really leaned into competing with more hops, double hopped, triple hopped beers. And a lot of what got lost in translation is kind of what made them good. Hmm. And uh, people tell me this all the time, that the good thing about IPAs is if you mess them up, you can just keep hopping them or, or whatever and kind of cover up imperfections, which you can't necessarily do with other styles of beer. Now, with a place like this, they're not doing that. They're not covering up anything. They are specifically targeting which hops they use in in which ways. So, yes, their beers are all very hoppy. Even their Kolsch, which is a style of beer. It's a German style of beer, I believe, that is normally crisp. And in my experience, you don't really taste the hops, at least not like you did here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You could taste the hops in, in this Kolsch. I still thought it was a fantastic Kolsch. And in fact... I thought it was really cool because it was a unique Kolsch that wasn't just being hoppy because everybody else is being hoppy. It was being hoppy because this is what they do and this is what they've been doing before everybody else. And so they do it so well. And it was the same thing with their lager. It was the same thing with their uh, American uh, pale ale. Like they all had hops that made sense, I thought, towards, uh, again, a certain profile and and flavor uh, complex that they were trying to feature. So 
I I just say bear that in mind with your beer grading because, again, I agree with you. In, I like how I'm agreeing with you. I'm strawmanning you so hard. <laughs> I'm already assuming everything that you're saying. You're agreeing with my opinion that I have not shared yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how well I know you. Uh, am I wrong so far? No, you were spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you with what you're going to say that I my favorite type of brewery is a brewery that does show diversity in the sense that you can get a really good stout, you can get a really good sour, you can get a really good pilsner, you can get a really good Kolsch. They might have a really great IPA on tap. Um, but there's something about a brewery that really leans into a certain style and does it well that I think is so unique and it's so fascinating. And it's so much different than a brewery that's doing all of those types of beers and it's just eh, it's average. That's true. Yes. So that's what I wanted to disclaimer for your your beer assessment for for these. Yeah, and I I completely agree with you because I I it's unfair for me to harshly judge a brewery because of the fact that I you know don't necessarily like a super hoppy beer. Well, you like hops, but you don't like super hoppy, no. which is fine. Yeah. And it's also worth noting it, your grade should be fair based on that assessment because some people love beer they don't like hoppy beer some people love hops they they hate sour beers some people right. love sour beers and they hate hops or or stouts or whatever so it's fine for you to grade this based on your preferences as long as it's clear that again you're not a fan of overly hoppy beers that's fine. right and i know that this these were well done hoppy beers mm-hmm. i know that they were clean i know that this is what people look for when they're having you know an IPA or a double IPA or even a triple IPA. This was a good. I don't even know if they had triple IPAs. I know they, they had they, they had, had doubles, right? They had doubles, yeah. I don't know if they had triples though. The other big, the other really big barrier for me as someone who doesn't love IPAs or hoppy beers was that I did not have a flight option. Oh, that's true. I forgot they were six ounce pours. They which were is yeah, insane for really hoppy, high percentage beers. <laughs> So we're drinking, you know, seven, eight percent beers without a flight option. And I'm someone that really might need a little more options to try out some to see what I like better. You're you're reminding me of why subconsciously I was thinking A minus because as we were do- for service, because yeah. as we were doing the grade for service, I'm like, wait, this service sounds like A grade service. Why aren't I giving it an A? But I knew in my heart, I was like, no, there's there's those little things. And that was one of them. I remember thinking that at the time that because there weren't flights and you had to do six ounce pours, we even got three at once and hazy IPAs look very similar. And we kind of lost track of which one was which. We could figure it out drinking it, sort of. Right. I think. But- and then we got, at the end, we we got um, two beers. And I couldn't remember which one was which. They, they were, those those ones were pretty similar. They're similar beers. Yeah. And for me, you know, I, I haven't been in the craft beer world as long as Joe's been in the craft beer world. But, and going into a into a brewery where a lot of the beer is hoppy, I would have really appreciated a flight because I felt like I left the brewery not knowing which beer was my favorite. Probably mm. the Kolsch. The Kolsch was really good. Because it was the lightest one. And I left the brewery not feeling like if I went back there, I would even know what to order. I would look yeah. at you or I would look at your brother Johnny like I normally do and say, what do I like? 
And that's not an empowering brewery experience. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> um, see, does that, like, and I know that the yeah. beers are high quality. I know that they're well made. I know that there's something there that's for me, but I couldn't find it because there were no flights and because I couldn't get through 15 six ounce pours without getting completely drunk and not finding a good beer yeah i i hear a hundred percent what you're saying for me not having flights is a big detriment and i know that they're they're well known and that they're popular for a reason because it's good quality beer but i need flights as a beer newbie i need some flights well you might just not be up to the task no i may not be (laughs) worthy of a double ipa (laughs) Few of us are, honestly. I remember one time I was at a brewery and you can kind of tell newbies sometimes because I remember I saw this guy and you could just sense there's something about him. You could sense that this is a Bud Light guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, We've met some fantastic yeah. Bud Light people in our travels. Some of them are the best people I've the ever best. met. Um, but they're not always prepared. And I remember at this one brewery once, this guy, uh, <laughs> he just went in for double IPA after double IPA. And after like the fourth or fifth one, he was just hanging over this balcony by the stream and just, it was, uh, how do you say, uh, not a hop. He got, <laughs> he got IPA'd. <laughs> yeah, he got IPA'd hard. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like even just starting to experiment with beer and talking to people, you know. When we were on our our road trip in Portland, I literally learned that I liked some beers from Johnny and Kara, you know, your brother and sister-in-law, not from bartenders. And, you know, so you get this interesting experience, like you want a flight or you want a knowledgeable bartender to help you out. Yeah. Which, again, there he he even asked. That's why I love the service, too, because he even asked, what did you have last time when I went up the second time? And he wanted to kind of compare to, to what I was looking. So that kind of mitigated to me the fact that because you could have explained that's the other thing with what was great about the service. You could have explained all of that to him and he would have been like, try that one then. Right. Or, or try that one. So it, it's tough. It, that's a tough grading category. I Having said all of that, I don't know if you have anything else to say. about. No, that's that's about all my my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I'm, I will say that the IPAs, you could taste the specific hops so well, which again is so lost in translation in so many hopped beers at this point. Um, and it was really high quality, really great ingredients. I would have liked to have tried more beers, like you said, but if you're a hop fan, this is a must visit brewery. If you're a craft beer nerd, craft beer head, this has got to be on, honestly, probably maybe even your top 10 list in the country, mm. I would say, for yeah. craft beer yeah. be- because of everything that we've said so far. If you're ever anywhere near the area, but it's even maybe a destination to put on your list, it's that interesting of an experience. And there's other great places out there, but I would say it's it's definitely up there in terms of just overall experiences. Again, if you're ever near there, you want to put it on your list of places to visit, and especially if you're a hophead. Interesting. So... What would you give your beer rating, your grade I'm for gonna, beer? I'm going to go, and I know you're going to disagree with me, but I'm going to go A-. minus. Okay. Because if, uh, again, I've had a lot of hoppy beers. I've had a lot of hoppy beers around the country. This was right up there with the best of them. And I, I hesitate to give an A for the reasons that we say, but I think I got to grade what they do well, fairly, and it's it's that for me. Um, I completely agree with your score. I think all the craft beer lovers out there are going to hate me for this. 
but I'm go ahead say it I'm going say whatever you're gonna say I'm going to stand up for these craft beer newbies and people that are getting into craft beer and I'm going to give the beer my beer experience today in this point of time a B (laughs) because I don't I don't know why I maniacally (laughs) laughed I I want to give a different perspective Right. And that's, I, and that's I, actually, and I, that's actually really And fair. I want to give that's the perspective of someone that doesn't love an IPA because there are people out there. And I, you know, well, it you might go not be there, the right place for it. It might not be a place that you go for a person that doesn't love IPAs, which is why I'm still giving it above, way above average. Yeah. If, if you're not a hophead, it may, might not be on your destination list. Right. And it I, makes sense. And I guess I want to put that perspective in there. I know yeah. how good this is. I know all of that, but offer me a flight. Well, that was that reminds me of when we re- we graded Six Harbors Brewing, and we said when you first go there, you're greeted at the door by three beautiful golden retriever dogs. And if you're not a dog person, doesn't matter how good the beer is. I know people who they see a dog in a in a brewery like that, they're getting back in the car. Doesn't matter if the the beer's from Neptune, right? They're not <laughs> they're not going in. So there's certain again, and that's way more kind of arbitrary in terms of beer experience than than whether or not you like certain styles of beer. So I think that's perfectly fine. A- again, it's important to know that there are other breweries out there that, again, have a different mix of beers or they, they focus on a specific different style of beer. And if that's what you are looking for, then that's, that's sort of what you want. And I think if I went back there next time, I would try to be more specific with the bartenders, the beer tenders for what I'm looking for. And I would probably stick to one beer and kind mm. of just find the beer yeah. there that I really love yeah, and and right. just drink that consistently because the atmosphere and service and everything else about this place is so incredible that I want to go back. I just haven't found the beer for me there yet. Uh, haven't found the beer for you yet. Wah, wah. So elusive. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Uh, I guess that leaves us with food, right? Our last category, food. You, I, I know you have thoughts have on this. have a lot so. of thoughts about food. Uh, just let her rip. Okay. So when I saw first impressions, look how excited I am. First, <laughs> first impressions, there was a food truck and it was a fish food truck. And the rest of the week, there were other things like pizza and, I don't know, hamburgers. Burgers. Yeah. Normal and stuff. I <laughs> it was like, I don't want fish. At one o'clock in the afternoon at a barn. with my IPAs at a barn. <laughs> I was just really thrown off with the fish. You also food don't truck. don't eat fish. So I also am deathly allergic to fish. Yeah, so you're a biased party. We can't All trust fish. your opinion. So we can't trust my opinion yeah, here. It's because, useless. But that's also fish is a very common allergy. I know like yeah, that's true. Like, I'm, I'm allergic. I, I know about. To, I'm allergic to shellfish. I could I yeah. could count probably ten people off the top of my head that are allergic to fish. I feel like I know more people who are allergic to some type of fish than aren't. It, yeah, it's that's so, probably not true. But I was immediately like, a point. Should we? That right? Don't fact check us, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I I immediately was a little bit worried about the food situation there because I was hungry and you know we like eating food at breweries. But I could not have been more pleasantly surprised with the service at the at the fish truck because they were really good about my allergy. The woman running the truck was able to tell me five different options I had for things on the menu that I can order having the allergy. She was super 
good about it. And we ended up getting a burger and fries. And the burger and fries were pretty good. And a side of mac and cheese. And and the kids mac and cheese, craft mac and cheese, right on point. So why don't you talk about like the food we actually ended up getting since I was I had a pleasantly surprised and I was definitely, you know, happy that the fish truck was there, I guess. Well, you were happy after my initial rage. Yeah, after <laughs> after your initial unfounded outrage. Because it turns out that they did have other options. Yes. And the hamburger, and there were other things too, I think, but the hamburger was actually a really good hamburger. It wasn't the best hamburger I've had at a brewery, but it was definitely better than a lot that I've had. It was fine. I, I would say it was above average. Like yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. Um the fries were were okay. They were pretty good. The mac and cheese, I kind of really liked that it was kids' craft mac and cheese. I don't know if it was actually craft well, mac no, and cheese. No, it was craft mac and cheese. It seemed like craft mac it and cheese. It was in the box craft mac and cheese. But we were saying that sometimes that's better at a brewery because it's, it's so much lighter than if you get this. Sometimes you get food at a brewery and it just knocks you dead. It fills you up. It's just too heavy. And there was something light about it that I really, I like crushable mac and cheese at a brewery. So I actually kind of liked that aspect of it so i would say overall again i was thrown off by by the by the fish truck too because i don't think fish when i think of barn but i mean it is different it is unique and it is still new england so it kind of it kind of makes sense uh in in that sense um i don't know i i'm gonna go you go first i'll I'll share mine i know Uh, mine uh honestly i thought it was good i'm gonna go because i don't think you go there for the food I noticed people bringing their own food too. I kind of wish we would have done that. Yeah, which I would, I would maybe even do next time. I'm yeah. gonna go B for the food. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna go B for the food we got yeah. as well for how you know willing they were to work out with my my allergy. Yeah, it was and great. I thought that was great. Yeah, the, there's so many other food trucks that would just be like, oh, we have French fries as a vegetarian option, and you would say, oh, are they cooked in the same oil? And they would say, yeah. And then they would just say, tough luck. And now I'm drinking 8% IPAs with no food. That happens. I've been to places yeah. where, that, where that happens. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty so good. So I thought it was, it was above average. It yeah. was a B. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's fair. Oh, boy. Are you ready for the overall review? I think, I think it's time. So our report card says that for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave an A minus. I gave a B plus. Okay. Service. Joe gave an A minus. I also gave an A minus. Beer, Joe gave an A minus. I gave a B. Food, I gave a B. Joe gave a B. I know my grade. I know my final grade. All right. Should we do our three, two, one? Three, two, one. Okay. Give me some thinking music. Oh, you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I can't. All the thinking music I can think of is copyrighted. <laughs> So got, everybody out there nothing. in podcast land. Oh, I can add music play. in editing. Oh, I'll add nice. music in editing. Yes. I was yeah. gonna, or in your brain, you can play some, your favorite thinking music. I'll add just like a crazy clock, like a TikTok <laughs> or something. <laughs> Unfortunately. But uh, I feel as if you are going to, we're going to have different scores. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> and I, I just want to say for the record, my score is right. Whatever it's going to be. And I, I, I would also say for the record that you have way more experience in in the tilted barn category than I have. You ready? I'm ready. I think you're gonna be surprised with my score. Okay. I think I know your score. Okay. Should ready? we say what we think the other score person yes. score is gonna be? I think you're gonna score an A minus. I think you're gonna score a B plus. Okay, let's see if we're right. Let's see how well we know each other. All right. 
Wait, okay. I'm going to say my score? We're no? gonna, yeah. I'm so very we're gonna confused th- now. Three, two, one, and you're going to say okay. your score. Three, two, two one, one, A B minus. Plus. We were right. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's sick. I swear to I swear we did not We did not plan this. That. We had no idea what the other was saying. I think those are fair scores. I do too. Yeah, I think those are fair scores. Um I will just say overall, again, I know I've mentioned this throughout the episode, but if you are a hop fan, this is a must visit brewery, I think. Um there are other a lot of other breweries out there that are doing a lot of great things with hops, but between the, it's their background and what they're doing now still and just the uniqueness of the location and the vibe it's it's really a pleasure honestly so uh check it out i can, really can't say much else other than that really awesome experience overall uh 100 even from the perspective of someone who's not a hop lover uh go to this brewery talk to the bartenders they will find something that you like um check out their met their um website it gives such a great calendar of what food trucks going to be there so you can pick a night that there's food that you like um bring your own chairs make a picnic eat inside eat outside what an awesome place to go um highly highly recommend tilted barn exeter rhode island in rhode island just google not that far from long island not that far from connecticut not, not that, that far, far from, from new york city Massachusetts. really yeah it's a I few mean, hours but what a great location yeah providence right outside providence you're in you are in a barn it is beautiful I would love to come back here in the fall when the leaves are changing colors. Mm. Oh my gosh. And have a hoppy pumpkin And have ale. a hoppy pumpkin ale if they make one. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. There was but... no <laughs> no pumpkin on that menu. Hey, I don't you never think. know. Ne- you never, never know. Say never. You never know. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, that's it, I guess, for this week's episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for this week's episode. If you guys have any recommendations of places you'd like us to rate and review and grade, just let us know. We're on Instagram. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yada, yada, Podbean, yada. all yeah. those places. Ooh, and check us out. Hit us up on patreon.com slash podcast. Leave us a tip if you feel entertained enough to leave us a tip. <laughs> because uh, all those proceeds will go back into more craft beer and uh, coffee roasting reviews, right? Yes. And last but not least, you can also check us out on our new blog, thecraftbeerdiaries.com we are so excited to be working and collaborating with them over there it is an awesome website be sure to check it out a great website a great honestly it's a really I mean good it website. really is an a great yeah, website really good. that is no yeah. exaggeration yeah. it's why we're so excited to be you know on that you know working with them on that team and to do more with them in the future more to come with them in the future yeah and uh, hopefully you'll come back for more next week again every Monday at 9am I guess next week we'll be back to a coffee roaster, hopefully. Yes. Do a little back and forth between roasters and breweries. So until next time, stay safe out there. Drink well, be well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.